Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. Wow, there's going to be a lot to chew on today, so let's just see where verses 7 through 11 take us. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. 2,000 years ago, Peter reminded Christians that the end of all things is at hand. I love that. I smile because we're still there. We're still circling the sun one day at a time. But I love the truth and the reminder once again that this world and this life will come to an end. But because it isn't our home, it's not the end for us. We belong to a forever kingdom that has no end. Hallelujah. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. But in the meantime, there always seems to be this now and not yet theme in Scripture. Peter wants us to live well for the time we've got here as exiles. And guess what I spy? Therefore, is anybody else counting how many times he's used that word? I finally looked up the Greek word for it, and it's un. Maybe spelled, maybe that's how you say it, but it's spelled O U N. And it's used 502 times in the New Testament. That's a lot of learning followed by a lot of instruction. That's a whole lifetime's worth, I think, of therefores. So let's keep digging into this one. So we're living in the now and we're waiting and anticipating the not yet. And here again, let's learn how to do that well. Let's not also forget that these are instructions to the churches, not just to individual believers. We need to all embrace these and work them out together. I cannot do it alone. I have learned that, and nor can you. And the church for sure is not going to be shining very brightly in a dark world if we're not doing these things well together. So he says, be self-controlled, be sober-minded, love one another earnestly, show hospitality without grumbling. Serve one another with your spiritual gifts. Speak and serve by God's power and strength. That is a list. That's a hard list. I think I'm doing a fair job maybe of working on one or two of those, and I can think of several friends and church members who are living out some of these really, really well. I wonder what God's annual report of his church looks like in each of these areas. The point isn't The point isn't that we point out where they are doing this well, and by they I mean other Christians or other churches, other denominations. The point is that me and you are allowing the Spirit to work these out in us for the sake of one another, and that we are encouraged and spurred on by one another. 
I don't want us to get stuck and I don't want us to get cynical. I don't want us to ignore the work that God wants to do in us by just waiting for someone else to do it right or do it better or by waiting for our pastor to do it for us. I'd love for us to agree together to agree together that we cannot be healthy, thriving Christians and we not cannot be a healthy, thriving church if we don't surrender to the spirit, if we don't commit to following Jesus, if we don't truly desire obedience. And if we don't make serving and loving one another a priority right now. And in all of this, we do all of this in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.